Welcome back, Money Talkers. This is the High Impact Series with your host, Cody Laughlin. I have James Candace Amy with me, and we just got done with a great interview where he talks about going from basically $50,000 in savings up to $130 million in assets as a, as a property manager and 1,700 units and taking his family along on the ride, all the above. So if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure that you listen to the, uh, to the full interview. But this is the High Impact Series where we're gonna go ahead and ask the one big question and we're gonna try and find something actionable for you to be able to take your headphones off, take your earbuds out and go have a money talk with your kid. Go be a money talker, right? This is gonna open up the relationship for you down the road, but it's also gonna impact their financial trajectory because even if it's not something that they wanna go into, at least they know it's a possibility. And so James, are you ready? Absolutely, let's do it. All right, man. So here's the big question, right? What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Um, entrepreneurship, I think, uh, you know, the schools don't teach that, right? So where, where I was, uh, where I came from, everybody just learned the basic stuff, right? Science, math, and history and geography and all that, right? But, um, but when I, when, I, when I did my MBA, I learned that, hey, people in financial industry makes a lot of money too, right? And, and I didn't go a bit deeper into that. But when I start looking at, uh, you know, when I start Googling for real estate investment, that's where I found out there's a lot of ways to make money in real estate, right? And one thing that they don't teach in school is, especially in real estate, right? Real estate is one asset class where the value can drop a lot just because uh, it's not taken care. Right. And when you fix that value that has dropped, uh, you just go and fix it with your sweat equity. The value can go up above than the market value. So that's a big thing because, you know, people don't understand why a distressed house doesn't sell at the price that they want. Right. But that's because it drops so much lower. And uh, but when you fix it up, you can actually fix it up to a much, much higher value. Right. Because people want a brand new house. Not many people want to go and do the work. Right. So for the people who does that work, they get the Delta benefit, which is basically a huge money on, on fixing and flipping, right? Fixing and flipping or just fixing that house and getting that big value that that's your sweat equity. So, so if anyone out there uh, want to make a lot of money, they can do that. Just buy and, uh, you know, fix up houses or any uh, real estate uh, asset class that in need of work, because that's where you come in and add value. I have a, I have an idea and I haven't done this before. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's do a deal. Sure. Right. So walk me through a deal. You want to, we can either do single family or rental either way, but walk me through, walk me through a deal in your numbers because I know you know numbers like because you, you couldn't get where you are if you didn't have investors and everything else. So let's walk through a simple deal so that we mm -hmm. can understand what we're talking about when you're, when you're talking about basically like, and let's go through a BRRR deal, right? Okay. Sure. We, did, we talked sure. about it in the interview a little bit, but it's by, um, buy, rehab, refinance, yep, and repeat. repair, rent, refinance, right? Repeat. Correct. Right. Yeah. So, uh, walk me through one of those deals. Sure. Absolutely. So the first, I mean, I mean, we did like 13 houses, right? One of the deals that we did, we almost made like almost hundred over thousand dollars in one deal. Right. So this was a deal, uh, in San Antonio where we found through our letter campaign, uh, tax, uh, delinquent letter campaign, people who are late in tax, right? And so you went through the tax records, you found people yeah. who were delinquent, you, you and your family and your, and your kids wrote letters to these people 
an right. offer to buy the house from them, right? yes yes exactly so what we do is we we get the list of tax delinquent people and we print out a yellow letter marketing we call it yellow letter because it's printed on yellow letter saying that hey we are happy to buy your deal um, you know, call me at this uh, this number, right? And and you can find out that this kind of uh, people who are delinquent in tax usually they have houses which they don't really care about. It becomes a burden for them, right? Because now they have to pay property tax on it. It's not usable. It's not rentable, and all that, right? So, so we bought this one deal. Uh, I believe it was forty. I mean, so it was, right? So it was not on the market, right? These are the deals which is not in MLS or what? Because we are doing a, a yellow letter marketing. So you're not on Zillow, you're not on Realtor.com, where everybody kind no. of looks and sees. No, you don't look for that kind of deal because that kind of deals everybody know about it already. So when you do this kind of campaign, people who are shy to put their deal on the market, right? They don't want to put their you know houses with issues on Zillow, right? People are going to see, hey, how am I going to sell this? Or maybe they have tried in the past and it didn't work out, right? So this house, we we I mean the 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 person the the owner called me and said that, hey, I, I want to sell this house right so okay i said okay i'm gonna come down and see and ask what is the issues she said a lot of foundation issues so so we bought that we went i went and met her and talked to her and you know uh, we had a price agreement uh forty thousand dollars i mean that house was easily like 160 140 thousand dollars but that house has a bad foundation issue right and it's basically uh nobody takes care of the house because nobody can live in it it has foundation She's so stressed out because she had to pay property tax on it. It becomes a burden and she's a mom with kids and all that. And she, she doesn't want to take care of this house anymore. So she said, take it away from my hand, right? So, so we bought that house at 40,000. Uh, we put in almost uh, 15 to 20,000 into it by fixing the foundation. And uh, of course, rehabbing, remodeling it, making nice, uh, nice flooring. And I, you know, we, so total in was 60,000, right? 60,000, we... But the value of the house is almost like 120, 130,000, right? So, but I didn't go and sell it. When I sell it immediately, it's just a flip, right? So, what we did was we basically rented out that house for 12 to 1300, uh, no, I think it's 1100 per month to a family for one year because you know you want to cross that one year threshold so that you, you don't pay the, the short term capital gain, right? You pay the long term after one year. So, after one year, now the, the, the resident have left, whoever, whoever leased there for one year. And now, well, while the resident was living on a rental, what we did is we had 60,000 in that, in the deal using a hard money loan, right? So once we do a hard money loan, now once we've done rehab, so now the, the house is ready for a normal Fannie Mae loan, right? So we went and refi 75% leverage and we got back all the money that we put in, right? So now the house is almost a, uh, Free and clear. In that scenario, an 120 pull out 90. So not mm -hmm. only did you get your 60 that you're fully into it, the 40 purchase price, the 20 rehab money, you're getting $30,000 additional for owning the house. Yeah. And your mortgage is probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like what, six to seven hundred bucks a month, and you've got yeah. an $1,100 cash flow. Exactly. You made $30,000 cash. Yep. You have 30 grand in equity, and and four to five hundred dollars a month in cash flow for the rest. So $6,000 a year in cash flow. Exactly. Exactly. And keep in mind that house actually paid me $30,000. And pays you <laughs> and five I, bucks a month. And I don't <laughs> have any money. Yeah, exactly. Cash flow like, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you're building more equity into it, which you already left $30,000 in equity so that you would be safe uh, in case something were downturns or those kinds of things. Yeah. And now you, now you do the last R, right? Last R, which is a, 
basically we go and uh, rent it out to people i mean once we rent out we we after one year we 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 uh, we actually kept that house and we we uh, ride it through and we refinance it later as well once the value start going up right so <laughs> so, so finance you've got cash you got the the rates down you've got the the mortgage so now you have cash flow you have cash from the house that they gave back to you and then you go do the last R, which is repeat and go try and find another one of those. Right? Another one. Exactly. Exactly. And after a few years, that value increases. So it was like 120. After a few years, it went to 130, 140. And we did a double refi as well. And somebody else is paying the mortgage balance down the entire time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The tenant is paying for that as well. So you, you can see the amount of money you can make from one house. And the only difference we did in that house is basically we look for that type of deal. Yeah. We look for that kind of people who need help. Right. We are not cheating that people. I mean, we are basically helping no, because them. Because she, she got $40,000 for a house that was unsellable. Yeah, she was so happy. She called me and thanked me. Thanks for buying the house from yeah, me. Yeah, because all it's going to do is get worse and worse on their end because the government's going to start keep charging the taxes. They're going to start getting uh, uh, penalties from the city probably, right, for um, for code violations and stuff like that. Yeah, it's laminated, yeah. bringing down the neighborhood, and she can't access any of her money. Correct, correct. I mean, people don't have the money to around. refinance, uh, to go and uh, fix it up, and they don't have the time. People have family to take care, right? So you, so I said, so the amount of money you can make from one single asset, real estate assets, are huge, right? If you if you play the cards right, if you do this BRR strategy, and if you find deals off market where the seller is just you know willing to get your help and you're able to buy it at a really good price, it makes sense. I think make what's, a lot of what's money surprising to a lot of people is like, oh, that's a one in a million deal, and it's really not. <laughs> I've done like five of those. Yeah. So out of my 13 houses, uh, two, uh, two were flips, 11 were rentals. And out of the 11 rentals, six of it was free and clear. And it paid me money as well. Yeah. That's so fantastic. Zero money down yeah. on six of those. I, I've never, so I've, yeah, I've never actually really walked through a deal with somebody on the podcast before. And so hopefully we're following around those numbers, but you may need to listen to it once or twice again. But this is an opportunity to say, okay, this strategy, this BRRR strategy, right? Which, which is an amazing thing to get into real estate with. Um, and you can take it as small or as big as you like. But these are, I, we just went through like very tactical ways to get into this. This isn't, 10,000 feet and we're going to try and sell you a program. This was, this is a, this is literally from someone who has taken, you know, uh, on this, done it and is walking you through a deal. And so it's, it's very important to me because, yeah. uh, you can go to another deal if you want. Yeah. On the commercial side, yeah. <laughs> the numbers will be I've huge. I've got time. If you got time, I'm okay with going a little longer because I really, no, let's do, let's do another one because I think people, I want to make sure that people understand that anyone can do this. As I said, you have to change your mindset. If you think that this guy is a lucky guy, you know, I mean, keep in Luck mind. where preparation meets opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's it. I, I want to be a lucky guy because that means that I took the time to do my preparation. I learned how to do numbers. I found mentors. I, I listened to people like you. I read your kind of books and I, I get my mind to understand how to make a good deal. And that's yes. my preparation. Because when the opportunity comes, which in that scenario, you created the opportunity, but everybody gets opportunities. But if you're not prepared for them, you're not lucky. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah we do, the harder you work, the luckier you get. That's right. So luck doesn't just come just by sitting around and not doing anything. Yeah. And I would right. imagine my audience, because this is the, the gear set of what we're doing in this, in, this, in this group with Money Talkers, is in that mode of, okay, how do I do this? Because that's why I wanted to break down a deal with you. 
right? Oh, absolutely. A lot of people talk about, well, these are deals you could do. Well, how do I do it, man? And that's, that's mm. what we're just running through. And I love that. So if you've got time to run through a commercial one, I'd love sure, that. Sure. I mean, we did the same thing in our, our first and second deal. I mean, we, 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 so when I go to uh, apartments, I mean, it's the same thing, right? Apartments, like not everyone can go and buy. It's a huge multi-million dollar deal. I mean, even brokers, commercial brokers, they are like very elite group of people. They don't want to talk to any newbies. Right. Even though they talk to you, you know, they, they don't care so much, right? They don't really listen to you. This is a new guy coming up from some boot camp, right? So what I did was I started uh, saying that, okay, forget about brokers. I'm going to start doing the same thing I did in single family in apartments, right? So, so the first deal we bought uh, was a 45 units. Uh, we bought it at 1.5 million. It was worth, it was worth almost 1.8 million at the time. And after 12 months, we went and refinanced that deal. Uh, from 1.5, we, we started at 35 a door and it went up to like uh, 1.5 million to almost 2.4 million in 12 months because we went and improved quite a number of units. We increased the rent, we reduced the expense. So now the value has gone up in the commercial, right? Uh, in that 45 units. So once it goes to 2.4 million, we took, we did another loan. on. We, we terminated quick, the previous loan. How much rehab did you do in that? We put in uh, 500,000, 400,000. Oh, okay yes, so yes. and that uh so you're in for 1.9 and now it's worth 2.4 so yes. basically you guys created half a million dollars in wealth in one year yes correct plus cash i think up. i think it was worth 2.8 sorry oh so even there you're at nine hundred thousand mm dollars -hmm. value increase but on the flip side of that is the cash flow that's going to keep paying that mortgage down you got your capital back out and go look for another one yes Yes, correct. And, and key thing is the, the rehab money was funded by the bank. We didn't even take out of our own pocket. So we, we had only the down payment, the 430000 The rehab money was given by the bank, right? So, so that's the free money, right? So our down payment was 400000 We bought it at 1.5. It went to like 2.8. We took 75% you know, if I'm not mistaken from it. I mean, we didn't take the entire money out. We took yeah. whatever we need. So we well, almost, so let's run to those numbers real quick. So Mm -hmm. Bought for 1.5, put $400,000 down, puts you at 1.1. You put 500 mm -hmm. back into it, which puts you at like 1.6. Yeah, but the 500 that, was not on. our money. It was bank's yeah, money. Yeah, it wasn't your money though. They, they, you yeah. borrowed that, so you borrowed yes. at 1.6, but it's worth 2.8. So you basically created $1.2 million in equity in 12 months. Exactly. And that crazy, right? Finance, get your original $400,000 back and probably lower your rate and your terms and everything else. Mm -hmm. You've got 45 units cash flowing, paying off the mortgage for you guys, probably in tens of thousands of dollars a month. And so it's creating even more equity and more value for you. And you have your money completely back. And so the bank has basically bought a house, bought, a, bought an apartment complex for you. Yeah, they own the apartment complex for me. Yeah. Even though I get all the money. You get all the benefit, the tax benefit and everything else, which we didn't even get exactly. into taxes because that's a, that's a whole other weeds, but there's yeah. a huge tax benefit to like everything. Huge tax benefit as well for real estate professionals, yes. And correct. so now so you yeah, $400,000 back original, maybe even plus some 100000 or two, but now you can go out and you can do the next deal because that one's on solid footing. Yeah, exactly. That's how we able to, you know, use a small amount you, of money. To did you go out to find wealth. the apartment complex through the tax deed sales again, or did you find, did you... No, an apartment complex was not uh, tax deed, uh, tax lien or what, right? It's just normal people who own apartment, but I usually target people who has been owning it for a long time, yeah, at least five years. So they have built up that equity. And you'll understand there's a lot of apartment owners there who, I mean, apartments are hard to manage, right? And yeah. they could not manage it. They use third party and they're distressed. Third party is cheating them or not managing it as what they want. They just want to get rid of it and get out of it.
and this is not like mom and pop selling it to me this was like huge uh, real estate people but they were focusing a lot on land development mm-hmm. so they said oh i'm going to try buy this apartment now they then they realized this is not my cup of tea they said okay i want to go back to my land development and focus on that because land doesn't give you problems right there's no tenant toilets right in <laughs> land right so they say ah oh, we are happy with land uh, we do, just take this off from my hand and uh, the land's a lot nicer to them than the uh, the late apartment uh, player yeah <laughs> i mean you have to use third party property management and they yeah. they feel so much uh, stressed out and they say just take this off my hand and well we listen, went in, James, i, uh, I want to thank you for walking us through that deal uh, both those deals actually because i think that that um becomes very practical and attainable by doing that um, yeah, and I, and I hope that the listeners, you know, if you guys are listening, get a pen and paper and re-listen to this again and write down these numbers so that you can break down the anatomy of a deal and realize that it, it can easily be snowballed into, well, James has very exceptional results, but it can be done. Right. Yeah. You, you don't have to get my results. Right. But imagine this, I mean, you rather than taking out like hundred percent in 12 months, if you take out even 30% out. Yeah, by just refinancing your cash and cash just went up like, you know, divide by thirty, right? So divide by thirty yeah. percent, right? So yeah, and I mean, crazy. I don't know where else in the world that you're going to be able to get, you know, uh, you know, fifty percent cash on return every year, but if you can manage to pull that off, then at the end of the day, you're going to be pretty well off. Yeah, yeah. Even in my single family, I was doing like thirty minimum thirty percent cash and cash per year. Yeah. Which is fantastic, man. Well, James, listen, um, if the audience wants to find out more about you, work, I know that you mentioned uh, being able to have a, um, being able to get your top uh, real estate investing book for free. Uh, yes. Where would they go to get that? Uh, they go to PassiveInvestingInRealEstate.com, PassiveInvestingInRealEstate.com. Uh, they can get the book for free. And my website is AchieveInvestmentGroup.com, A-C-H-I-E-V-E, Achieve. I want to say thank you again. Appreciate you coming on the show with me and, uh, and, and educating the, uh, our, our audience. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at The Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.